Hello. Hey, Liz. Hi, Debbie. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Thinking Out Black. We are your hosts, Lydia and Debbie. So thank you for joining us today. Today we're going to be talking about the show that is the rage right now. Mm-hmm. Bridgerton. Oh if, yeah. If you haven't seen it, I don't know what kind of rock you've been living under because <laughs> 63 million households have watched it. Uh-huh. I had a project due this week. Guess what I did instead? I watched it. <laughs> so if you haven't watched it, what are you doing? What are you doing, baby? Mm. Um, yeah, so I think we were late to join the party, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely, we yeah. definitely dragged our feet. And we were kind of sceptical. We were kind of like, is it going to be for us? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? But they convinced us. Yep, and now we're sold, we're hooked, and that's all we're going to be talking about today. (laughs) So let me get straight into it. So what is this show? So it's essentially a period drama series created by Chris Van Dusen and produced by the one and only Shonda Rhimes. We love her. We We love love her. Um, It's based on a novel by Julia Quinn, and it's essentially set in a competitive world of Regency era London's ton um, during the season where debutants are presented at court. So that's it. Mm. Tasty. Okay, so quick disclaimer, guys. If you have not watched Bridgerton yet and you have you have every intention of still watching it, um, this episode isn't for you. It's going to be spoiler galore. So if you don't want to hate us and if you, you know, still kind of want to check in with us next time after you've watched it, then you can definitely come back and listen to this episode. But if mm. you, again, if you want to go and watch it, go and watch it first and then come back for more. Exactly, because... Whew. It's a show worth watching. It is. It's worth your time. It is. Okay, so um, today we're going to talk about our top three best and worst um, characters on the show. Talk a bit about the, the storylines that we liked and maybe didn't like and whether there should be a second season or not. Mm. Well, first of all, Netflix says, yes, there will be another season. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. so but... I guess the last question will be like, whether or not you think they should have. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's do that. So let's just jump straight in. Who are your top three best characters? Okay. So I'm going to go strong with Lady Danbury. Okay. Um, I just have an order of like favorite as well. Um, you don't have to, but I just wanted because I'm like, yeah. it made made sense <laughs> in my head. It's like, um, so um, Lady Dunbury is essentially the friend of Simon's mother, and she takes um Simon in, and I feel like she provided structure for the show. Mm. I feel like when the problem came up, she was like, okay, this is what we do, and this is mm-hmm. how we do it. She didn't panic. Mm-hmm. Um, an example being when the arch um, bishop rejects Daphne and Simon's special license to marry quickly mm-hmm. immediately she was like is the queen <laughs> she was like it's her like without blinking and she mm. was like just going to appeal to her and she knew um how to play the game mm-hmm. and my favorite scene is like when she didn't fully bow to the queen and she blamed her knees <laughs> i was like <laughs> you know what i was like this is my auntie this is this is my favorite character me like, too 
so I get you with that yeah yeah it just reminded me like oh like do you know um like an auntie who you're like oh can you do this for me and she doesn't do it properly and <laughs> come up with a dumb excuse and be like mm, I'm too old for this or something like I, she, she has this air like I could just I could I need someone like her in my life so yeah I just love Lady Dunbury what about you what's your um top favorite or best character Oh, I thought you was gonna do all three of yours. Are you not gonna do? All oh, three? okay, okay. Yeah, do all three right, of yours. Yeah. All right, I'll keep going. Um, second is Eloise Bridgerton. So, uh... <laughs> what? Oh okay, Karen, 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 Karen. <gasps> okay. Uh, for the listeners who don't know that, that sound is me like um gagging. That's a gag sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my Karen. god. Okay. Well, I'm gonna fight for my girl. Okay. So, um. <laughs> She's the fifth eldest Bridgerton sibling and the second daughter. Honestly, she just wanted to study and live her life. And I can relate to that. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I feel like she's um, a contrast to Daphne, um, mm-hmm. who was basically drunk on this whole marriage source and was like, just, oh, I want to be married and I want to have babies. And mm. Eloise was she was a criticize she criticized that society that she lived in and mm-hmm. i feel like she was the perfect um antagonist to mm-hmm. um the whole society's obsession with marriage with um elevating yourself through society by mm-hmm. you know finding a man and i truly liked her and i also liked her face i don't know if that's her <laughs> influence like I think I thought she was actually prettier than Daphne who is everybody's you know beauty and princess and whatever mm-hmm. um but um and the next one is Baroness Featherington and I know that's controversial because like, Baroness Featherington do you know the, <laughs> Feather- the Featherington um the mom who wears like colorful oh, clothing okay yeah 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 okay, okay. So the only reason I like, I feel like she's like, how do you say it? Um, basically, my secret pleasure in mm-hmm. terms of liking her because I feel oh, like, like she's a not, guilty pleasure, like a guilty pleasure because I feel like okay. she was a character. She wasn't written to be liked, do you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like Daphne and Simon and other easily likable characters or the Barrington's mum were written to be liked Um, Mm and she wasn't I liked how she was full of herself I like that arrogant confidence (laughs) you know the kind of confidence you're like where is it even coming from like she had nothing to um, back herself with Um, but towards the end I started to really respect her because I understood why she acted like that she was essentially just trying to secure um, her family's position in society and it makes sense her husband is so incompetent (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't like how she treated um, Marina Thompson's situation Mm. and so that's why I feel like she's a guilty pleasure because I feel like you know she's not good person yeah but she's quite flawed but yeah I like her okay okay so I'm just gonna jump straight in so my top three and this is in order because that is the sort of person I am mm. um it goes Marina Thompson okay um and her real name is Ruby Baker I did a little like scan just trying to like see who they are as people outside of the show and mm. um she her storyline in Bridgerton really appealed to me and mm. I can't tell you why exactly. I, well, I can tell you why. I felt as though like she was the actual skeleton 
of the show. Like she, her drama filled basically almost every episode. <laughs> like it was so it, true. <laughs> it was in almost every episode. And oh my God. I judge this. My characters are based on like whether or not I got sick of seeing them. So mm. if I ever felt like I'm exhausted or if I ever felt like, oh, this is, you know, if I'm rolling my eyes, then yeah. I know that I'm just not too keen. But if I'm like leaning a little forward, you know, like I'm listening a little bit more to mm. these people, I know that like it's my favorite. And I was listening a lot to like Marina and I was just yeah. like, yes, girl, like in everything that she did, I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. You know, not to say that she is like not flawed, but mm. not to say that she's perfect is a better way of wording that. But still, she appealed to me and I thought like she was probably the best. That mm. she was a skeleton of that show. Oh, that's interesting. I liked her too, but I don't know about the skeleton part. But I feel like, yeah, her storyline was definitely like interesting. Like I was, mm. every single episode, I was like, has she solved this problem? Like, yeah. is the baby alive? Like, yeah, <laughs> like is, yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And then second, close second, I should say, is Lady Danbury. Yes. I just think she's incredible. And that's mm. Adoja Andal. It's Ajoa, sis. Oh, Ajoa. 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 Uh, uh, you know, it's listen, okay. I'll give you a pass. Listen, <laughs> I don't know. I tried, okay? And hmm. it's a beautiful name, though. It's a beautiful it name. Is, it and, is. And um, I know her from, I'm a sci-fi fan. So I know her from Doctor Who. And she was, she starred in it a little bit. Um, there wasn't a lot of character development or exploration on her part because she played like the mother of someone. Mm. But from that moment, I was like obsessed with her, and I was like, okay, I really like you, Auntie. Like you're just you're cool. Yeah. Um, and then finally, it's Queen Charlotte for me. Ooh. Yeah. And I know people are going to be like, well, she wasn't. She was hardly in it. But I felt, I don't know. It could be like this sense of pride yeah in just seeing a mixed race queen seeing that representation because queen charlotte hasn't really been explored in our modern day shows she hasn't really no. spoken much about i mean in recent times the most that we spoke about her was during the whole harry and megan fiasco and she was referenced the whole deal back then yeah but um in i, I don't know i could be wrong listeners correct me maybe there is a show out there that explores her storyline and is and is and is fun and entertaining but i feel for me this is the very first time that we get to have a little look into queen charlotte and her life and yeah i loved her i loved the power mm. i loved her presence i love how mm. she did very little but she was like prominent and yeah. there was just so much power that like she exudes so um that's that's yeah that's my top three yeah and i feel like with queen charlotte whenever she came on screen she commanded the screen do you know i did not look anywhere else i was like okay i'm present you yeah. know yeah. i literally felt like yes your royal highness i'm gonna like <laughs> i'm you know, gonna hang like on every word she said as well yeah, Sorry to cut you yeah. off. everything oh, no, no, no. she said as well was just so like oh so in, it was so wise it just it yeah. just came from like a a very esteemed um like individual someone who like just makes sense who's just always like giving you the points just saying yeah this 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 and then she's doing it with confidence and she's doing it on the sly yeah and she has a little pizzazz you know she has exactly. a little something like 
something that is just so intriguing about her mm. and I liked mm. the little windows into her relationship with her husband oh my god I was gonna and, say that yeah like I like the little snippets into her life and the references and it was a it was a good it was a good storyline and I hope that they explore her a little bit more in season two but I don't mm. know I, I kind of doubt it I feel yeah. like she deserves her own show I was gonna say that I know I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm I I feel like she deserves a whole entire movie based on her. And I want that same actress to play her. No one else can play it. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel yeah. like she needs her own show. Yeah. She deserves it. She definitely does deserve it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, I want us to go back a bit. Because, like, when I said my homegirl, Eloise Bridgerton, you were gagging. Yeah. And I feel like we've agreed on, like, characters so far. So why didn't you like Eloise? You know what it was? What? Okay, I'm just, I have to sit up in my chair for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she just reminds me of those, like, extreme feminists in real life mm. that can't condone a woman just wanting to be a housewife mm-hmm. a woman who just kind of wants to have a family of her own who's excited for love who wants um a, a husband who desires a husband who desires a home like why is that so difficult for you to d- why is it offensive to you why do you say to me that i can't be a feminist but also decide to be a housewife like why is that why does that go against why does that go against the grain with you so much i mean feminism the very definition of feminism is simply seeking equality between men and women it doesn't say by what means or whether there is a right or wrong way of doing it so if i'm a if i'm a feminist why can't i say i want to just like I want to d- dedicate my life to love and that could just be raising a family and having a husband and doing all the housewifey stuff that that entails I don't know what it entails but you know like <laughs> I don't know what it entails, my life uh... you know but like I feel like there isn't a right way of living and you can't tell me that I'm doing it wrong because I'm not yeah. telling you that you're doing it wrong so to yeah. me Eloise just came across as someone who was just like bad vibes just negativity negativity wow they could have they should have called her negative nancy (gasps) because she was all just like all hating on um Um, daphne daphne all hating on daphne for wanting to go to balls for being called flawless but for like listen can you just allow your sister to live is it by force should everybody read like you no not everybody wants to read like you leave me alone leave me alone oh my god leave me alone leave me alone okay so uh let me bring let me just bring my chair to that table that you're sitting on isn't it i can sit too first of all i can see what you're saying and i know like you're saying like obviously feminism means that if you want to have a family and kids and that's what makes you happy you can do it it's about equality creating an open chance for everyone but you have to understand eloise is in a society where there's not even a close bridge to that. Mm. Do you know the, um, the um the contrast between the roles of men and females are very distinct, and I feel like it can't be translated into our modern world. So I understand her um reaction to it. Some people might see it as extreme, but I feel like it's appropriate to the situation because there's nothing to contrast it. Like you know every thing, everyone in that whole everybody is like marriage 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 yeah and that you know what sorry to interject you're gonna continue no sorry but the thing is you can do you can still want to do that without 
spewing hate because I I I felt there was a lot maybe not maybe hate is a strong word but a, a strong distaste for yeah. your sister's desire to live a particular way yeah like you you but- can be enthusiastic about school and you can oppose the system and say this is wrong and I want to do this and that is great for you but your sister mm-hmm. doesn't want that so why is that such a big deal for you carry okay. on First of all, I feel like there's two things. I can admit that it's probably a reflection of her immaturity. Mm. And um, another thing is, if you look at um, the sister, the mum's attention is on the sister, like, fully. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because, like, she's debuting and obviously that's the priority right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Eloise becomes, like, this... Because she's the fifth eldest sibling and the second daughter. So I feel like, in a way, um, she's seeing what her future could be. Mm-hmm. And maybe um, her anger towards her sisters actually anger towards herself of what she could potentially be. Or she sees her sister. You know, that's basically what she's going to be doing the next year when she debuts. Yeah. So maybe the anger is not really towards her sisters, towards the fact that you're, you know, basically a representation of everything I hate. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. And unfortunately i'm gonna follow it too yeah should she do that to her sister no but i'm not even gonna lie if i definitely was my sister and i was a louise i'll be a bit bitter because you know um daphne's this perfect beautiful girl and then you know i feel like louise is this odd you know smoking secretly wants to do whatever she wants um sister i guess she's like almost like a middle child even though she's technically not a middle child Mm -hmm. and I get her bitterness, you know, I'm not saying it's right, but I can see why she'll, you know, basically express herself that way, but, and I still like her, you know, because, yeah, she's not perfect, she's flawed, she's very mature, but I like what she she represents and what she lives, like, the society she lives in, so. Mm, the life she desires to live in, she's not living in it, yeah. All that yeah. she's doing is all fake. Yeah. Because, babe, yeah. like, you're, like, I, I think this could we could go on about this for so long, but we've got so much more to go on to. But the, I think the last True. thing I'll, I'll add to that is that she can desire to fight against the system as much as she likes. It's still going to mm. catch up with her. Mm. Your debutant is next, baby. <laughs> like, you is next. <laughs> and you think you're going to yes. change that within what? Within a couple of months? Within, within a mm. small amount of time, baby? Wow. Wake up, it's not a coffee. Hmm. Wake up, hmm. it's not a coffee. Well. You can, listen, I don't know. We can, let's move on, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. I feel like we need a whole, <laughs> <laughs> we need a whole other episode just to talk about certain characters. But yeah, let's list our top three words. I feel like I went first the other time, so you should go first okay. this time around. And again, in order, hmm. my the person that, I said, if I if I was to see her on road, it's on site. <laughs> it's on site. Like you oh can't hide from me, baby. You can't. I'm coming, okay. And this person is Daphne Bridgerton. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> I'm even gonna lie. After, you know, the first episode, I was like, okay, okay. But I don't know. There's something about her face, the arrogance. <laughs> Oh, do you know, after a while, do you know, I don't know what kept me watching through this, the episodes because, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I have words for her, so. I was like, oh, <laughs> God. Anyways, let's move on. Yeah. Second is Penelope Featherington. Sis. I thought I was the only one. 
<laughs> she's a, she, wolf in sheep's clothing. I don't know the saying, but <sighs> she's she's so entitled. Oh, okay, sorry. She Keep irritated going. the life out of me. Me too. And then a close third to that was Anthony Bridgerton. Oh, okay, okay. And that was because he was a tryhard, in my opinion. <laughs> He's so desperate to be, to emulate his dad, to be this yeah. man and fit into society and have this, and be this perfect person. And and you're just trying so hard, but you keep failing. <laughs> what does that tell you? What does mm-hmm. that tell you? You're failing. Everything you do. Everything you do. You know what? Let me tell you what it was for me that I knew I hate this man. it was um when the bastard yeah he dared to try marry daphne off to that ugly (gasps) oh my god ugly motherfucker do you know i'll say you marry him then i'll say if he's so great you marry him (laughs) oh my god if he's so perfect you do it then yeah oh my god i literally I I remember my blood boiling and even now it still aggravates me because it's like, who are you? Who do you think you are? And he was proper cock blocking (gasps) Daphne during the ball. I'm like, yeah, I don't like the babes, but let her move, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And then he had the audacity to go back to the babe that he was shagging. Right and be like, oh, well, after he's dumped her, after he said, oh, he, 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 oh, he's rubbish. Oh, 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 oh my that. duty. And then I even need that to be stupid a girl was. She, she, be she believed him when he said that he will take care of you. You're, you, no. are moron. Mate, you're a moron. I knew it from the beginning when he made those false promises. I was like, sis, and you're there saying, yeah, yeah, you're smiling, yeah, you're gonna take care of me, yeah, you're gonna do this for me, ah, no, 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 no. Oh my god! And then after that, he broke her heart. And then hmm. you dare go back to her? You dare to just... show your face? Do you know? Just before he went to do that duel, before he died, <laughs> I found it so. I, I was laughing. I was like, "This is a comedy," you know. <laughs> I was like, and then she probably kissed him and everything. First of all, I'll be like, "This is good, sir." Do you know what time it is? It's dawn. <laughs> Basically, he's like, if I die, I die. If I don't, I'll come back. It's better you know, die, just die, finish, so you know that we have peace. I beg. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I couldn't. Yeah. I really couldn't stand him at that point. <laughs> oh, just... I would have closed the door. Oh, he was so irritating. Um, so that's me. I'm sorry. I'm very passionate about this show, and I'm, I think mm. I'm more passionate about the people that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. So, yeah. Um, what was yours? Okay, so to me, they're two in one. They're married, isn't it? So Daphne and Simon. <laughs> like, they uh, almost made my list. Do you know? I'm, you don't understand how I'm patting my head. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I was scratching my head. Communication. <laughs> Communication. Just have a chat. This whole oh I don't have babies oh no you can't have babies oh, and finding out they can't have babies and then it was, I was just like if they just sat down yeah. and communicated then it would have been over yeah. and done with yeah. and like I didn't like Daphne's whole I'm, I'm gonna make you love me and I'm gonna save you and all that kind of stuff mm. that was going on 
okay let me break it down properly i don't like daphne because she was obsessed about marriage <laughs> but i do feel sorry for her because she's basically products of her society mm-hmm. probably playing the game so she can survive mm-hmm. i just she had this i don't know this sense of entitlement do you know when you don't like someone you don't know why mm-hmm. i had that feeling with her but i knew why mm-hmm. <laughs> like i can go <laughs> i just i was just and then simon at first i was like oh my god this man is hot yeah mm. and then he just started spitting nonsense mm. oh my daddy my daddy my daddy see this is me. i think we're gonna have to discuss this in the storyline but yeah i have a problem with what you're saying right now anyways let's carry on let's carry on let's carry on, let's carry on. yeah and yeah and my other one was penelope oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, do, do you know why I don't like about her? She was just trying to be nice and she wasn't yeah. the whole oh I need to tell Colin that you're trying to you're trying to like oh, you know manipulate him. Yeah, I know it wasn't morally right, but I was like, what's your business? What's what she is supposed your concern? To do? What and it's because when I found out it's because she had a crash and I was like, I, you're I never that from the very moment she was doing uh, scared to to think do this consent, consent. Do, doing rubbish. Doing rubbish. <laughs> With with, with with her with her stupid eyes, yeah. And then she's turning to be best friends with um poor um uh, our poor babe Marina, mm-hmm. who was just you know she just had no one in that situation. And Penelope was like, "I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Tell me more. Tell oh, me more." Dude. All in the meantime, here trying to dash <laughs> our girl's hopes and dreams mm. just because she had a crush. And I love how. You know, Marina gave it to her and was like, I'm not going to ruin my life because I have a crush on someone yeah. who don't like you. I was like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but I'm going to leave it there because I feel like we're going to be here for a we, while. Should we go on to the storyline? Yeah. So my favourite, are we starting with the favourite storyline? Yeah, okay. yeah. So my favourite storyline um, was the Marina and Colin storyline. Mm. And you could say, oh yeah, that makes sense because Marina was your favourite character. But you know what it was it was her she had so many facets Mm. she was like she was more she was multi-dimensional in my eyes she there was a lot going on about her not just necessarily that she was felt like there was so much drama but like Mm. I was able to see how this girl who has been kind of turfed out of of her home into this new environment and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, people like me? You like me? Like, yeah. you want to marry me? What the fuck? Mm, like, oh my God, I was so happy for her. You don't understand yeah. when like, people kept coming. Like, it was just cool. like, yes, baby. Like, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's gorgeous. And I love that. I love that whole dimension of it. And you know what? Something that freaked the hell out of me was when, what? like, uh, Mr. Featherington kept on giving her the eye. And then there was a particular yeah. scene where she was looking for her period blood in her bed sheets and she couldn't find I it. I thought something had happened. I thought I thought Mr. Featherington had, had raped her. Me too, me too. Because the way he was giving her the eye, I was like, no, yeah. no, 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 that's not a fatherly look. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly was like, no, this can't happen. This is yeah. supposed to be a nice, cheerful, yeah. like, drama. And thankfully, it wasn't the case. It was the case that she was yeah. in love and blah, 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 blah. And, and I mm. loved that. And then towards the end of her storyline, where she has a whole hiccup of, oh, am I pregnant? Am I not pregnant? Um, it was a very like interesting fun I know and just entertaining storyline where you felt all of her emotions you felt the sad you felt the happy Mm. you felt the you know the pleasure you felt the excitement and I love Mm. the icing on the cake was when she was very like 
when what's her, her I forgot the guy's name that she was she was doing a thing with, but the guy that dies, her her longest oh, love, um her the soldier, the soldier guy. guy when yeah. his brother comes to the house and is like, Oh, let oh me marry God. you. I know. And I'm you know so what? And she was like, No. And yeah. I was like, you know what, sis? I hear that. Yeah. I hear yeah. you with that. Like, no, you can't no. No. And nobody, she said, nobody is gonna make me feel any type of weight. My mm. decision <laughs> is my decision. I was like, you know what, sis? I don't know if I would have said yes or no, mm. but good on you for saying no and being clear about it. And no one's gonna yeah. guilt trip me. Yeah. I have loved yeah. and I'm happy have having just that for the rest of my life. She was content with that. Yeah. You know, and then of course mm. she was really she was still pregnant and she eventually ends up marrying him. Yeah. Um, so that and then the honesty that she had, the frankness that she had to confront Colin when he found out about the whole ruse. Oh my um, god, yeah. Yeah, and this kind of that side of everything links to Penelope as Whistledown. But that's in my, yeah, that you oh. know, that's in the next section. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that after. But yeah, Marina and Colin. And then you've got Lady Danbury and Simon Bassett. Mm. I love that relationship. I love how Lady Danbury was like, you need my help and I'm going to, like, help you. I think typically when you see that sort of character who is, like, loud and audacious and, you know, and is all... She's just so confident. You think, is she going to be the sort of person that helps someone or is she just going to be, like, just that sort of person that kind of, like... "Mm." just kind of watches you suffer yeah. in silence but you know it was good to see that she you know like you explained earlier she cares. She cares. yeah she cared and she she loved her friend so much that she said I'm not gonna let this boy crumble under the intense pressure of you know this dad this unhealthy relationship with this mm, somehow somehow father I don't know what to call him somehow yeah. somehow I'm no, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't think, I don't think that's his dad. I don't think, I think, mm, mm, wrong father. I feel like it's not him. I feel like the mum got pregnant with someone else because I remember there's a line um where um I think um Daphne um was at the castle or whatever, and one of like the maids was like um essentially um they and they, they couldn't get pregnant for a while. Um Simon's parents and they had to basically find another I feel like they found another way and that was maybe really? her I don't remember that yeah you don't remember that scene yeah I feel like yeah I feel like that's something they could explore season two potentially but I feel like his dad is not his dad I don't know I mean I remember there being a whole like they tried to tell what's her face not to get the the I said what's her face sorry Simon's <laughs> mum <laughs> yeah not to get pregnant um, because yeah. it was like detrimental to her health and stuff but she wanted the son mm. she wanted it she wanted a family it was a fact it was a land like she wanted a family and the dad wanted a son sort of thing yeah I remember that yeah. conversation but I don't remember this one that you're talking about now oh, okay, but, um, okay yeah it was a minor scene to be honest but yeah yeah I mean I I loved it I loved how and you know I think it's not even the older Simon I think it was the baby Simon you know it was the reflections there are the mm. reflections into like history and reliving scenes of stuff like that I think is what I love more maybe not this Simon not the adult Simon yeah. but the child Simon the child Simon yeah um, I agree I agree and last but not least um Mrs Featherington that mm. storyline um not necessarily with her daughters or with even Miss Marina but with her husband 
Oh my god! I was yeah. like, sis, Oof. sis, sis was like, Miss. I think Marina asked her one time. So how do you, how did you love that man or something like that? Because yeah, yeah. How did he stay in like a marriage without love? Yeah. I think she. Said. And then she says, "You find small things to love about them." And I was like, "You're a mm. bad bitch." Like, yeah, you, yeah. you have a, you, um, there's something about you, and your daughters don't yeah. have it. Unfortunately, it kind of, I think it's skipped yeah. a generation. But like you, there is something really good about the way you handle your things. I don't necessarily agree with it. And I don't think she's bad or I wouldn't label her as like a terrible person. But I would just say that... um, She's complex, isn't it? She's complex and flawed, yeah. But I can entirely understand her selfish um, point of view. I can understand... By selfish, I mean the satisfaction of seeing her daughters married off. Like she was really only using Marina for that purpose yeah, um, she, wa- but... she wanted to send Marina away when she noticed all the men were like after her so yeah it was all kind of like for her it was all personally motivated not necessarily to and I think Marina understood that Marina understood their relationship mm. and yeah, she yeah. never backed down they had really great standoffs mm. um, yeah oh my god I loved their yeah. standoffs it was really my good my favorite part was like in the when they went to get their dress tailored and Marina spoke French and she saw oh, that situation and they had this yeah. look where they understood each other. They were like, you know, it was kind of like, yes, babe, <laughs> manipulate that woman. Yes, manipulate. Yeah, I feel like they have, yeah, I feel like they have more. She has more in common with mm. Marina in terms of understanding the world they're yeah. in than her daughters. Yeah. I love that dynamic yeah. as well. Yeah. So, what were your what right. were your favorite storyline? Um, I feel like um, this is a good point where um, we should come to like a closing because I feel like in terms of storylines, I agree with you a lot and I feel like we can keep going on forever. Mm-hmm. But let's ask the important question, important final question. Do you think there should be a second season? Um, I think this ties in a lot with our like, at least favorite storylines because I think the whole thing mm. of this first season is like who's Mrs. Whistledown? We found yeah. out who Miss Whistledown was, and it was so unsatisfactory. Oh. Finding out that it was, it was Penelope all along, <laughs> Penelope. and I found I knew it was, was her like... when she had that stupid scene. Um, when she walked in uh, to the to the like a, the lounge area, whatever they call it. And the sisters, mm-hmm. her sisters were sitting there and Marina was there and everyone was asking about like the new engagement to Colin and all of this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then Penelope walks in, They ha- Marina has this whole weird sour engagement with her. And then um, Penelope's like, oh, if you think that, if you're asking me whether I'm, I'm going to like tell anyone about whether the fact that you're mar- and you're pregnant or something, like obviously I wouldn't jeopardize the lives of my sisters. And then just a few mm-hmm. short scenes later, the uh the whole marina's pregnant is in the latest whistle down i was like nah i knew oh. it was her i knew it was her that's true you know because how would anyone exactly have that's a good point. exactly so i was like this oh is her God. this is i knew it was her from that moment i was like i do not like you two-faced yeah you two-faced you two-faced so um the whole who's whistle down thing is done and dusted um mm. i'm not keen to see whether Colin yeah, and like, Daphne mm, I'm not like really keen to see that um <laughs> I mean I feel like at the start of the show the start of the show the start of this episode we kind of mentioned we were really excited to see like Queen Charlotte 
explored a little bit yeah. more like we kind of know where our interests lay so given mm. all of that critique and everything we've mentioned I don't think there should be a second season what do you think Ooh. I actually disagree with you I feel like there should be a second season I feel like the second season should explore different side characters mm. I really want to know about um Lady Dun- Dunbury's story mm. her life mm-hmm. um I feel like we could do a bit of a flashback um to you know how she became who she mm-hmm. is and I feel like she has a lot going on for her do you know I feel like they can talk a bit about her um like you I feel like they can talk about the queen I want to see more of the relationship with the king and I want to understand her as a person as mm-hmm. well um I actually even though I don't like Daphne and um, Simon, I actually really want to see where they go. Because at the end of the last season, I was like, they're doomed to fail. <laughs> because they made this snotty comment when Anthony was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to focus on love. And they were like, he'll learn. And I was like, excuse me, focus on your own marriage. Focus on your own house. I was so annoyed. I was like, are they actually kidding mm, me? Because now they're like, suddenly the, the true epitome of love and, and marriage. Yeah, and Please, exactly. get off of my screen. Get off of my screen. And no offence. I you know, have nothing against like sex and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like 95% of the time, <laughs> if they had less sex and had more conversations... Honestly! <laughs> it was a purely physical a, relationship. So physical. And, and do you know, it was like, towards the end, I was like, I get it. Do you know, I get it. You like sleeping with each other. Like, you're, you just got married. I get it. Do you know? I was so bored. I actually skipped it because I was like, you know, we've been there before. Yeah. Do you know? So it, it just became like, it's okay, it's good. They're normalizing sex or whatever. But I was like, if that's the trajectory of the marriage, then I, and then the baby came and I was like, yeah, yeah five seconds thing. ago, we didn't want a baby. This guy, this Simon person, yeah. You have mm. years, I think we said something like 20 years worth of pain and struggle and saying all your life saying, I don't want a kid, 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 I don't want a kid. And then what? Yeah. suddenly you want, suddenly. But but Debbie, Daphne saved him. How? When? When did she save? I don't remember seeing <laughs> When? When? She made it all better, remember? When? Oh. Who cares about trauma and you know bitterness so suddenly now 20 years. you have your son and you're healed completely oh, don't i would have been way more content if it's love no i would have been way more content <laughs> if they didn't even have kids yeah same and people like yeah this is okay this seems more like true this yeah, seems yeah. more logical than for you exactly. the next episode she's perfect and he's there smiling and also and you're doing what pretend <laughs> pretend <laughs> pretender pretender no mm. way okay on that note because you know Simon brings a lot out of us <laughs> um <laughs> I believe this is a good point to end. Mm. Thank you all for joining us mm-hmm. um, on our conversation on Bridgerton. We hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you want to connect with us more, continue the conversation. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at um, Thinking Out Black. Um, thank you. So, this has been me, Lydia, and me, Debbie. Okay, so see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.